Leslie Miles coming to you today to talk about a subject that's not really easy to talk about, but we need to talk about it because there are those in the world who need to hear this particular uh, subject. And the subject today is homosexuality according to the Bible. And so the first fact that I'd like to make clear about homosexuality is this, is that God loves homosexuals with the same degree of love he loves heterosexuals. But because the practice of homosexual conduct carries a social uh, or societal stigma, then we have been misled to believe that gay people are somehow less loved by God than those who do not practice homosexuality. And nothing could be further from the truth. God loves all of his children, and God does not discriminate against any of his children, regardless of a particular sin. That is what mankind does, but not God. And so having said that, let it be known that God does not condone the practice of homosexual behavior. God loves the person, but he does not uh, like the behavior of homosexuality. And so the truth about this particular subject needs to be highlighted, just like we've covered other difficult topics uh, in the Bible. And so we need to go to scripture to see what God's stance is. And so scripture is clear on this taboo uh, topic. And we should not be fearful in teaching God's stance on it. So here's God's stance spelled out in the Bible. In both the Old Testament and the New Testament, God makes it quite clear that homosexual behavior is displeasing to him. And so under the Old Testament law, God lays out all the rules and principles uh, that uh, for the people, for the nation that he had just established, I would say, and that was the nation of Israel. And so he established this nation through Moses and Moses uh, wrote the laws that govern their nation. And so in one of those laws, God stipulates decent human behavior among each other, how God expected them to uh, conduct themselves. And so the scripture reference for this particular subject is, uh, it says, a male shall not lie with another male as with the woman. It is an abomination to him. And that is in Leviticus 18.22. So we see God's stance on the matter under the Old Testament. And uh, we can also say that there is no other sin so egregious to God that he burned down two cities. So this is a good example for us. And those two cities were Sodom and Gomorrah. And it had many inhabitants. And we can find this whole story in Genesis 18, 20 through 33, and then Genesis 19, 1 through 24. And so... Uh, God had a talk with Abraham before he decided to uh, destroy these two cities. And Abraham asked God if it was right for him to uh, kill the righteous people with the wicked. And God responded to Abraham by saying, if there were 50 people left in the city who was was not guilty, then he would not uh, uh, destroy the city. But there was not 50 people found. Scripture tells us that neither was there found 45 people, 40 people, 30 people, or 20 people. 
And God even went so far as to tell Abraham if there was even 10 people left in the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah who had not succumbed to the practice of homosexuality, he would spare the cities. But there was not even 10 souls who had not been influenced to join in their wickedness. Therefore, God's anger was so aroused seeing this behavior spread so far and so wide that he stopped it by supernaturally raining down fire from heaven on these cities. And it destroyed all the inhabitants. And so this should be an example and a warning to us, showing us just how offensive homosexual behavior is to our Heavenly Father. And this all happened many years ago under the Old Testament. However, scripture tells us that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that can be found in Hebrew 13.8. And so the nature of God does not change. Therefore, God sent his son Jesus and established a whole new covenant under grace. And that's under the New Testament. But God also reiterates his stance on homosexual behavior in the under the New Testament. And we can find that reference in the book of Romans. And it reads, For this reason God gave them up to vile passions, but even women exchanged the natural use of what is against nature. Likewise, the men, leaving the natural use of a woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful, receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. Romans 1, 26, 28. And so God is showing us that because they did not like to retain the knowledge of God in their thinking, then God just left them alone and just let them do, you know, gave them over to a debased mind. And when we think in uh, terms of, you know, the times we're living in right now, that's what is happening. But God does not condone homosexuality, even though he loves um, the person. He does not uh, care for the behavior and the practice of homosexuality. And so in closing, let me put this scripture into your hearing which ultimately reveals the truth on the subject of who will and who will not inherit eternal life when we think of homosexuality, because a lot of untruths are being told, uh, and that's why we have so many homosexuals in the church. No one is teaching them these scriptures in God's stance, so they're taking it upon themselves to teach another gospel. But what I have just read to you is the gospel of Jesus Christ, of the Bible. And so the scripture reference is this. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, which is the same, nor thieves, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And that's in 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10. And so what I would say to the person who is plagued with this type of uh, disorder, I would call it, 
then there is nothing that Jesus cannot heal you from. There is nothing that God cannot straighten you out on. There is nothing uh, too great for God. So for those who are converted, uh, those who are dealing with the issue, uh, I would say keep in prayer and God will show mercy. He will show mercy. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that you will uh, begin to be attracted to women if you're not attracted to women. But it means that you will stop the behavior because God has just told us that it's an abomination in his sight, so much so that he burned down two cities to stop it from spreading any further. And so that is the difficult subject that we're having to deal with. It's a subject that is not pleasant, but it is one that um, those who practice um, the uh, behavior of homosexuality, that they need to know God's stance on it. And it is between them and God, whether or not they repent whether or not they just decide that they would rather jeopardize their own uh, eternal destiny because of it. But that's between them and God. But I gave you the word as um, God has it in the Bible. So thanks so much for listening. For those who are dealing with it, uh, go to God in prayer and ask for his direction and God will lead you on it. So thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to learn uh, more about this subject, then you can download my book, Heaven, Hell, Does Either Really Exist? And then you will get a better idea as to uh, how you can inherit uh, eternal life. So until tomorrow, when we come with a brand new presentation, take care.